All right, so welcome to Gunners GM episode two. Today we're going to dive into match day 15. That was Arsenal versus Chelsea, as well as a preview of the League Cup tomorrow morning, Brighton versus Arsenal. And finally, we'll speak a little on the World Cup selections. My name is Gav and joined as always by Maka. How you doing, brother? Yeah, good, Gav. Good to uh, good to be here again, mate. How you going? Yeah. Yeah, good, mate. Good, good. That's good. That's yeah, good. Uh, yeah. All righty. Um, nothing personal. Yeah, let's just dive. <laughs> nothing personal. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. God, we can speak plenty about that man later, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, plenty. Plenty. So, yeah. Yep. Kick us off, mate. Yeah, just getting my match notes out from Chelsea and Arsenal at the bridge. Um, first thing I wrote down was that was 150 games down for Mikel Arteta. Yeah. Do you feel like that's gone quite quickly or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 150 games. That's um. Yeah. That's flown by, mate. Absolutely flown yeah. by. Yeah, and they also had the graphic on the coverage saying that he was the, and obviously it's been all over social media since, saying that he was the fastest Arsenal manager. Oh, sorry, he has the most wins in his first 150 games as Arsenal manager, more than Wenger, more than George Graham. Holy Um, I think he had 87 wins in his first 150, I believe it was. It was whatever it was. It was five more than Wenger was. Wow. That's, um, Yeah. yeah, that's some big stats right there, mate. Throwing around, yeah, yeah, right. Not obviously saying that you know uh, he's better than Wenger, but um, obviously uh, yeah, by no means, doesn't, by no means. <laughs> doesn't have the um, the time yet, obviously. But he's only like forty or something. Yeah, like that. He's very young, very young. Yeah, um, I feel like we. Yeah, sorry, I feel like during his one hundred and fifty games, we would have had more losses. Then Wenger would have. He would have had more draws. I think we don't tend to draw a lot of games. Yeah, I um, yeah. I agree with that, and I actually like that. I do. Yep. I, I do a lot, and um, yeah. I think it reflects on uh, his his time under Pep Guardiola too. Oh, and yeah. I think yep. he has similar stats. Um, not many, not many draws, but a lot of wins. A lot of wins, obviously, and yep. minimal losses. Yeah, um, all their losses yeah. coming in the Champions League, evidently. <laughs> City, City, that is. <laughs> um, of course, of course. Um, yeah. But it was only, well, obviously, yeah, it was probably two years ago now, probably just over two years ago. That, um, obviously, when I got sacked, now he's back. Yeah. And then we had Freddie um, as our interim. And then, yeah, um, Mikel took over shortly after him. So that was, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, yeah. And just to touch on that really quickly, like it's been no, it's been no walk in the park. It's been no, um, it hasn't been an easy ride. Can't really yep. uh, sugarcoat it. But now, uh, seeing the light. Yeah, that's right. And it was obviously tough for, especially early doors, as you say, it wasn't easy um, for a lot of fans to stick by it. For the vast majority of the time, I felt like I was pretty alone in terms of like you know quote unquote trusting the process um and backing <laughs> Mikel and all of this sorts of thing like there was times there where I felt like it was like the ratio would have been like 
you know, nine to one in terms of like Mikel out, um, all of this sort of thing when it was all bad. Um, and I was, you know, felt quite alone in sitting there saying, you know, give him a go. There's no one else around that could, you know, do the job, um, long-term anyway. Um, I think, yeah, yeah. um, I'm very glad that the club has stuck by it and trusted him and trusted, you know, Edu and all these guys behind it, behind the doors, um, and obviously, you know, it's quite early now in the year, but it's paying off after two or three really poor years. Um, the jump's been quite big and quite quick, I think. It's, um, yeah, it's a good bit of vindication on my my half anyway. <laughs> the old I told you so. Sweet, <laughs> hey? <laughs> yeah, I don't get many of those, so it's nice when they come around. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you take them while you can, mate. You take them while you yeah. can. Um, yeah, so yeah, anyway, yeah, just finish that off. Huge for Mikel, huge achievement. Um, I think he's got, obviously, loads more to go. Um, just re-sign that contract and stuff. So, yeah, keen to see what he can do over the next sort of 150-plus games, eh? Oh, look, I hope so. And I hope he's around for, you know, longer than that. That'd be amazing as well, yeah. I hope. Yeah. It'd be amazing to see another um, Vanger stint, like 20 years plus kind of thing, but... Yeah, that's um, right. It's it's tough in, in the modern uh, Premier League era. Obviously, it's very tough. But um, yeah, look, yeah, as you said, um, at least for the next hundred fifty games, hopefully, hopefully he's around, and and you know, we're in the right process. Obviously, yep. But, um, yep. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So hundred fifty games up for Mikel, and then. Onto the first half of the Chelsea game. Yep. So, what, what sort of notes did you have down for the first half? I've got a couple. Um, I'll let you go first, sir. Well, <clears throat> I thought. Okay, I'll start on Chelsea first, just temporarily. Um, yep. I thought they were actually defensively rather good. However, eighty to ninety percent of that was Thiago Silva. Oh my god. Yeah, and not, this is yeah. definitely not a Chelsea podcast by any means, but like I, I had to talk about it. Like he's he's thirty seven years old, he's playing in the best league, and we'll interrupt you there for two seconds. He's thirty eight. Thirty eight. There you go. Yeah. Holy yeah. Fuck. Now you don't see like a John Terry or you know Ferdinand at the end of their careers defending that way. Yeah. Like, I don't even know when they retired, but it wasn't. I'm pretty sure. They didn't get a 38 in the Premier I'd imagine they would have hung it up by 38. Uh, yeah. I think so. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Oh, so, on that note, like, I think they actually defended okay. But that was solely because of him, I'm pretty sure. Like, honestly. I believe so, yeah. Like, if he wasn't there, um, obviously, they had, like, Koulibaly and stuff like that not playing. Um, if it mm. hadn't been, you know, Chalaber and someone else there, not Thiago Silva, I think it's a very, very different ball game. Absolutely. Was, Absolutely. Um, yeah. Just, um, I always yeah. I keep thinking back to that block that he made on Gabriel Jesus, uh, oh. where Gabby had, you know, dribbled through two or three players. Um, he got loads of probably like a yard of space to shoot. Um, and then all of a sudden, just Thiago Silva's there, sliding in clean as you like. Was, there was one of the, that was one moment of the game where I just almost not applauded, but you, do you know what I mean? Like, it was oh, like yeah, okay, absolutely, fair enough. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Um, so I noticed that, obviously, probably being the biggest biggest standout. Um, also in terms of um, Chelsea, like they were, I feel like they were just sitting back against us a lot as well. Um, yeah, there yeah. was a massive, massive gap between their back line and their midfield for most of that game. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Like a good sort of A team, like yeah. Excuse me. Um, yeah, it seemed they were sat back quite a bit when they were going forward and stuff. It did seem quite disjointed a lot. Um, I know it was the same for them against Brighton as well. Um, but yeah, they they did sit back quite a bit. Um, which you yeah. know they do like the them and Spurs seem to do that quite a bit. They like to sort of play on the counter and have a lot of like eight, nine, ten guys behind the ball. Yeah, um, I think most corners <laughs> that we had, they literally had eleven players in the box um, defending. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, that goes to show if they, oh, I don't know, it's their, yeah, their style of play. Um, I think they're still trying but, to work it out under Potter. Like they're very choppy, changey. So they are a bit. Yeah, they are a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, so, you know, credit where it's due. I thought Thiago Silva was awesome. Um, yep. Orba, absolute wanker. Um, <laughs> fucking absolute wank. Um, I've got a couple of that. dot points on him that we can go <laughs> over later if you like. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Um, now, another thing I actually took note of where, I don't know, I feel like I'm the only one here that's seen it from this perspective. I don't know if I'm being yep. too soft on Gabriel Jesus. However, everyone was writing him off saying he should have scored that header, that diving header. Now, I think that, yeah, he probably should have like at least got to it and put it on target. However, to score that would have been incredible. Um, to get it on target, I think, would have been quite a big effort, I thought, especially live. Absolutely. I can't remember who was in commentary on Australia's coverage. Um, on Optus Sport, I can't quite remember his name, but he was like quite like almost angry that it wasn't a goal. And I was sitting there in the same boat as you, thinking like, yeah, like it was a good chance, it was a great ball, but he's not a big guy. He's never been a big jumper, massive yeah. header of the ball, not really. Like for him to score that would have been. They they were even saying that they were like it would have been one of the goals of the season. Yeah, but he needs to be scoring that. You can't have those <laughs> two in the same sentence. For me personally, I thought anyway. No, I agree. Um, I 100% agree. Yeah, I've got that in my notes as well. It's literally Jesus had a good chance, probably needs to hit the target. It was yeah. never in my notes or in my mind, needs to be a goal. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I, I <laughs> no, think I'm in the same boat yeah. as you there. 100%, mate. Um, yeah, 100%. Buddy. I think... I, and and you got to th- obviously he's a world class striker. Um, yeah. But to you know to hold his run to then you know kind of accelerate that quickly and then to be yeah. in the right position. That oh, I think they I don't know. Even saying that, I'm pretty sure Ian Wright was saying like he, he should at least get there. I agree, but like I definitely don't agree with everyone being like oh it was a clear cut opportunity. You know. Yeah, I think it was a reasonably tough chance. It was a great ball. Um, it was the perfect thing to do. And the build-up play for that goal, I think, put a bit more emphasis on it. Everyone was sort of of the opinion like, oh, my God, how good would that have been? 
Yeah. And it just what didn't finish up that way, which is it is what it is. We we have passages of play like that, like seven, eight, nine, ten times a game, where especially like playing out from the back, there's one touch football and it ends up with a shot. They don't all go in. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, if we're right. playing our football that way, I'm happy, even if it's not leading to a goal most of the time, like it's gonna lead to chances and it's exciting. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent. Yeah. And on that note, obviously, um, Gabriel Jesus is getting a lot of um, opportunities to score. Yep. And I think, yeah, I'll, I'll only touch on this because I'm pretty sure we could talk about this for half an hour at least, like how how much he works. And yeah, he does opportunities, but like his off-ball movement and his, his work ethic off the ball, it's just like unreal. It's unmatched, really. Maybe apart from like Martinelli and maybe like Zaka, but... Honestly, like he's he's so good. Doesn't even have to be scoring goals to be good. The vast majority of those chances aren't being created without him doing his job in the first place, though. Like with yeah. him doing all that extra work, tucking back. There was I've got it in my notes here. It was three times he had won the ball in the final third, and there's a great chance there. Um, I've got one in my notes here. I can't. I don't know if you'd remember it, but he nicked the ball off Thiago Silva. Um, yeah, right. played a pass, got the ball back, um, and he. I've got it here underlined three times. Needs to square it to Gabriel Martinelli, but he had a shot after winning the ball in the final third, and he fluffed it. Um, yeah. Whereas Martinelli was, you know, sort of. 12, 15 yards, just square to him, and he could have had a quite an easy shot at goal. Um, but in saying that, you know, that's just what I mean, though. Like, all of that extra work that Jesus does, as you say, are leading to a lot of chances. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, 100%. yeah, they're not all going in or hitting the target, but he is creating a lot of them with that front sort of four with Odegaard, Martinelli Saka himself, um, all of the work they do. And he's like the leader of the pressing and stuff the majority of the time when we're winning the ball in the final third. He's yeah, quite exactly. often the one that's running the show there. Yeah, 100% um, he is, yeah. Obviously, Saka and Martinelli yeah. are the, um, you know, left and right fullbacks, I guess. That high press, um, we've yeah. really adapted. Um, yeah, but, but Jesus, yeah. Holy, yeah. holy, yeah, holy heck. He's, um, fuck, he works hard. He works so hard. Yeah. 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 They all do. They all, yeah. Um, yeah it's not. I think we just appreciate him a little bit more because we've just come off of a sort of two year period of having like a Lacazette there who, as much as he tried to do that, it just wasn't in his game to do so. Um, yeah. And it just didn't, didn't really work. Um, so I think yeah. we see that and we're like, okay, wow, we appreciate it a little bit more. I feel like that's a big part of it. Yeah, I think so. And I did have that thought today, actually. I was, um, again, going over the notes and I was like, oh, <laughs> are, we, are we being too soft now on Jesus? Like if it were a Bumiang or Lacazette, would it have been like, you know, roasting him, kind of like, oh, he's not good enough now, he's not good enough. But now we're like, you know. Being too easy, yeah. Yeah, to to a degree, I think if we weren't scoring and winning games, because that's a big part of it as well. Like we're playing well as a team now. We're not relying on an Abamyang to score all of our goals. 
because we've got guys in that front four, even parties chipping in with goals. Jack is chipping in with goals. Um, we're not yeah. reliant on just the strikers for the first time in quite a while, like on a consistent basis. Like the whole team has the ability to finish a chance and create a chance. Yeah. Um, so, I th- yeah, I feel like if it was... And like a Bamyang, for example, you could see it in the game. If he doesn't have the service, he is not going to be effective whatsoever. And I feel like the back end of his time at Arsenal reflected that a lot. Um, he wasn't really getting the service. And when he was, it was the chance to few and far between. So he just stopped scoring. Um, obviously, like he had, I think it was eight touches in this game against us. Um, and like the service was just so poor for him. He was in a lot of great spots when he could get away from Saliba, um, which was quite rare. <laughs> but there, there were times when he did um, and he just had nothing to show for it because his team couldn't do what we do and hit feet, have good build-up play, have good chemistry. Um, And I think that's why I'm a little bit more lenient towards not being so harsh on Jesus because we're winning games and we're playing good football. Yeah, um, if we're playing, totally you know, agree. decent decent football and not getting the results, you know, it's it'd be natural to get a bit cranky at the striker and say, oh, he needs be scoring blah 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 but we are playing well and I do still genuinely think the goals will come for him in a big sort of cluster um he'll have a great run like he did at the start of the season during pre-season also um yeah so I'm not concerned about him and his goal scoring whatsoever I don't think he's still got 10 goal involvements in 13 league games so I'm not concerned at all really yeah, no, neither, neither am I. No, not in yeah. not in the slightest. Um, not yeah, not even not even close. Um, yeah. Obviously, we're I remember from last year just to touch real quickly on it. Like we were pretty um, critical on Lacazette, um, and I, and to be fair, I think there was a lot of opportunities he could have put away and either won yeah. us the game or at least you know got an equaliser or something like that. Um, yeah. Where he didn't and. Yeah, it, it costs us probably. Um, you can say it costs us a um, Champions League spot, but it, it's easy to to bl- like, it, like to reiterate. It's easy to put a blame on you know one player, one striker. So um, yeah, but like you said, um, sorry, sort yeah. of relative to like any position on the park, really. Um, I've always think back to Leno, like the year after he just won our Player of the Year. Um, and then the following year, defensively, we were really, really poor. Um, and you'd know this being a goalkeeper as well um, of a very high standard. Um, <laughs> um, that if like the defence in front of you isn't working, it's quite easy to just dump it on the keeper and be like, you know, shit, he should be saving this. X, you know, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I think no, it's quite I, relative yeah. to sort of like any position. If the team isn't working as a unit, like it's quite easy to single out one person for not doing their job um yeah, yeah. Easy. it's so easy yeah. to do so it's it, it really yeah. is and um oh, well even throw back you know for last prior to this year and possibly half of last year like it was easy to put the blame on jacker it, it's the same thing it's it's yeah easy yep. to put the blame on one player it's yeah and, and you hate to do it but i feel like we especially when we're losing um 
you know, quite fortunate in the moment to to be in the way that we are. Um, it's easy to put the blame on one person when it's clearly not not a true kind of outcome. Yeah, totally agree. Um, well, just, yeah. Um, it, just moving yeah. on from that one, I was sort of going back to it a little bit. I just had a couple of quick notes from the first half. Um, I'd had the opening 25 minutes, loads and loads of possession. I thought it was a little bit too passive at times. Um, yeah. Do you agree to that? A lot of the possession was just sort of a lot of sideways football, a lot of it, – it was hard though because they were sat quite deep for the most part as well. Yeah, I – yeah, I, I do agree. Um, however, it seems to be – just a matter of patience, whether that be playing back to Ramsdale. Yeah. Like we've seen it a number of times this year alone. Um, a build up before a goal of about what 40 passes more, I think. Yeah, there's um, been a few of those. Yeah. And that just like we we never realize until we watch the replay again. We're like, holy shit, like that was like 40 or 50 passes before a goal. That was pure possession, yeah. like and yeah. And going back to Ramsdale was a key part of that. At the time, yeah, it's it, it it's boring, um, <laughs> and it is a bit passive. Uh, but it's a part of the game, and it's part of how we've been scoring goals. Really, like, um, yeah, and, and that is from especially like a team like Chelsea, like you said before, and Tottenham, where they just have 10, 10 men behind the ball for you know. All, all, all the time really well set defending um, yeah. it's painful it really is and that's just how our team's set up against us now I guess um, sometimes it works obviously the week before we we uh, well not not like Forrest did that we smashed him anyway um, yeah yeah so <laughs> so I think that was just me being slightly nitpicky I think it was it wasn't a big concern <laughs> at the time but yeah I just thought it was Worth note a little bit. Um, and, but yeah, no, I do agree. I do agree for sure. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, I had two more from the first half. Um, we've already touched on it quite a bit there, but high press, very, very good. And we made Mendy look really shaky and nervy, um, which was good to say. Yeah. Um, yeah a lot yeah, of that was coming from as we've touched on previously um Gabriel Jesus's press as well that was, he was a massive part of that um yeah yeah there definitely was yeah. at least one time there where uh he nearly, he nearly fumbled it straight to one of our players I'm pretty sure from memory um yeah I think there was a couple potentially but don't hold me to that yeah yeah but I know there was definitely one it could have been a couple but um yeah no the press is great um it really, it really works well, especially now looking at it, considering the last two years, like, you know, previous before this year, um, watching teams like City and Liverpool press so well and going, fuck me, like, how are we going to, um, you know, how are we going to get out of it? And, you know, now yeah, we're the ones right. that are pressing. We're the fucking yeah. big dogs there, you know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it is really good to see. And it, and it works yeah. so well. as a, Especially... Because pressing, it can't just be, um, it can't just be five players. It can't be nine players. It has to be everyone, you know. Yeah, um, you're dead right. Yeah, and that really reflects on the team as a unit. It's 
working incredibly well, incredibly well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another point I wanted to, to make real, real quickly um, was uh, it's obviously very evident that the left back, so Zin, well, the left back position, Arteta really wants to be that, that CDM uh, when we're high at the pitch. Yeah, that inverted <laughs> inverted left back role. Yeah, pretty much. And I I was I know I was messaging you about it, but like, holy heck, I feel I do feel for Tierney because uh, I think he's obviously one of your favorite players. He's one of my favorite players. Like he's got the best mentality, and like just oh, like I love to see him start. However, uh, yeah, I hope he does. And I know you touched base on it. Um, we talked about it not long ago, but like he'll work for it as he always does. He's one of the hardest workers in the team. Um, but yeah, Zinchenko really fills that spot. He hasn't played for ages since North London Derby, I think. And yeah, boom, straight and back into the team. <laughs> full credit to him for trying. He didn't have a very good game, I thought. He was quite, he wasn't bad. But I thought he was quite rusty in a lot of areas. Um, and when he got subbed off, he'd just lost the ball out. Like obviously it was quite wet. There's a lot of heavy downpour of rain. Um, but yeah, did right towards his the end of his stint, he'd slipped and given the ball away. I think Sterling nicked it off him and they were sort of in on goal. Yeah. Um, but he did have a few moments where because obviously in the previous podcast, I'd mentioned that I wanted him to start against Chelsea. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, and yeah, I thought it. Yeah, he did. There did look like a bit of rusty rustiness there. Yeah. Yeah, I did say that. Um, and I think uh, how he went off was was fair enough. Like he's he hasn't really had any game time. Yeah, since the North London derby, I think and. Yeah, he was buggered. Yeah, he, um, he looked he looked quite gassed. Yeah, he looked looked buggered. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, but you know that's all right. Credit where it's I think. Oh, yeah, I think he had an alright game. Um, yeah, it wasn't great, but I think he did yeah. okay. I do think he fits that inverted left back role, as you say, a lot better though. Um, not yeah, as you say, not for the lack of trying from the Kieran Tierney or the Tomiyasu, whoever's out there. I think he just is more naturally suited to that. Um, he does play centre mid for Ukraine a lot as well. Zinchenko does. Um, yeah, I think it just comes a little bit more naturally to him. That's all. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Um, yeah, and it was straight away. It was really straight away, pretty much from when we had a high uh, position. Uh, had the ball, sorry. High up the pitch, he was bam CDM like, uh, yeah, straight into it and just sitting which above allows, the um, which yeah. allows Granite the goal scoring machine to get forward and go <laughs> do what he does best and create things. Yeah, who would have thought? I know, right? Who would have thought? I actually I reference trying... this to you all the time. The Wenger quote when he first signed Jacker, where he said he's a box to box midfielder, he's not a DM, he's not a six. Uh, what were we doing that whole time, eh? Why did we not listen to him? <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Who knows? oh, yeah, yeah. Arto's really—he's um, gotten the best out of him. He's really gotten the yep. best out of him. That's for sure. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, he had a, yeah, he definitely had a couple of shots. I think they may have been blocked as well in that game in the first yeah. half. Sorry. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's um, yeah, we are. He's he's bloody impressive. Um, yeah. yeah. Did you have any other notes from the first half? Um, yeah, I just want to tackle the elephant in the room really quick before we go anywhere else, uh, Bamiang. <laughs> um, in my notes, the first one I've got on a Bamiang or Bamiang related was Rambo's uh, Ramsdale's interview prior to the game saying he's no one's mate for 90 minutes, um, <laughs> which obviously I'm all for. Um, I've read also that Granite Xhaka was the only one to speak with him before or after the game, um, which is, you know, good on Xhaka for being kind and all of that. Um, but, yeah, I'm all for the other boys' perspective of it and not speaking with him. <laughs> um, oh, I love that. Absolutely Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I've got here a Bamiang dog shot tackle on Ben White. Throw him in jail. <laughs> um, I've read yeah. that live before I'd watch the replays. Possibly a slight overreaction. I thought a yellow was probably fair enough. Um, it was a poor, poor tackle. Oh, um, I think, yeah. Different yeah, it was obviously, it goes without saying, it was nothing personal, uh, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, nothing personal, of course. Nothing of personal. Course. I feel like I've heard that before this week. I don't know where yeah. from. I'll work it out later. Yeah, so, you know, something blue. Yeah, I don't know. Rings, something. rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I... Uh, but yeah. yeah, just... Yeah, in terms of him, it was really good to see him not be allowed into the game because he is a credit where credit's due. He's a really good natural goal scorer. Um, as we touched on earlier, like if he's got the service, he is going to score goals. Um, it was just, I was just quite thankful that we shut down the team, Chelsea as a whole, um, and he really didn't get into the game. Eight touches in 60 minutes or so, and then he gets turfed off. Um, outside of that, tackle on Ben White didn't really notice him out there a whole bunch um, but yeah it was good to not see him score or big or create a goal I think that would have made my brain explode a little bit um, yeah <laughs> yeah I I do agree um, just to touch on that one move he made was this such like a, a signature Aubameyang or even just a good uh, a good centre forward such striker Move just yep. to drop off, um, you know, create a lot of space for himself. Kai Havertz, I think it was, cooked it over for throwing, or yeah, they cooked it out. Of oh, sure. yeah, he didn't even look up. Hey, the one where yeah. he's just, yeah, yeah, I know the one. Yeah, yeah, I was um concerned actually. I was like, holy shit, like, yeah, he doesn't need many chances uh, to score, and especially with someone of like Kai Havertz quality as well. Um, being the guy to supply the ball in, he's normally quite good. Um, he hasn't been at his best at Chelsea. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I was quite nervy when I saw him cutting into the byline. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no, I I was nervous as well. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, clean sheet. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, clean sheet for the first half. Yeah. We'll, um, 
Yeah, yeah, Shane Dan Kai Abbott, Sterling as well. I, I do, I really rate Sterling. I do think he's an excellent winger. Yeah, I thought he would have had... I don't think it's much of his fault. I thought he would have had more of an impact going to Chelsea. I was, I thought City was a bit silly letting him go, um, especially to a top four rival as well. I thought it was a bit nuts because, as you say, he's class. Like, he's a very good footballer. Um, yeah, yeah, I do agree. Even like when Chelsea played Brighton and they got smoked, uh, was that last weekend? Um, yeah, I think so. He like they were playing him and um the LeBron James of soccer at like <laughs> right wing back. Like they were they were playing fullbacks. Yeah, in a five back. Like it's just yeah, can't yeah, understand no. that. Neither can I, mate. Neither can I. Um, yeah, it was it's just, it's baffling. I, I know, like we we said earlier, obviously Potter's very fresh there. Um, and I think he's a good manager. He's just—it's going to take time. It's going to take time. So I do. I just want to touch on quickly. Um, I'm pretty sure he played a four-two-three-one, which is I, I think believe it was the so. last week. I think. Yeah. yeah, I'm fairly confident from well how they started anyway. It was the same formation as how we started uh, on paper anyway. Obviously, like ours is quite fluid and liquid, and it changes a bit. Um, yeah. But on paper, it was the same formation. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, different end game. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, we'll wrap it up there for the first half of the podcast, and uh, we'll be back in a second. Cheers. And we're back for the second part of this episode. Uh, all right, Gav, second half, mate. What did you put down? Um, I didn't have a great deal much more in the second half to speak of. I thought it was fairly similar. Um, mm-hmm. I did have a few just general notes, though. Um, our set pieces, I thought, were really good. Um, in terms of the last little while since Nikola Yoba's come in as a set piece coach, um, like the difference has just been ridiculous, I think. Like so elevated in terms of the quality and the decision making. Um, there was that one free kick that Saka had taken short and was cut out that made us look a bit stupid. I don't know if you remember <laughs> that one. Yeah, um, yeah. But outside of that, the corners and all of that, I thought they were perfect. Obviously, we'll speak about it a little bit later, but obviously one leading to a goal. Um with a funny element to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was a big, big improvement. Um, I thought it was, we looked quite dangerous there as well. Obviously, um, Gabrielle's got the most goals from any player since 2020, I believe, directly from oh, corners. Wow. He's got he's got nine and then the next best is like six, I think. Um, oh, all wow. of his goals for Arsenal have come from corners too. Um that's a big yeah, I think that's itself. a big, big part of it. Yeah, it's just a little thing that I keep tabs on, like most most games. Like it's yeah, they're really quality and the as well as the coaching of them, the players' technique and ability to get the balls in seems to be getting better and better each week too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one little part of the. Well, I mean the game as a whole, really. Um, but I thought the second half was fairly similar. Um, one thing that was constant throughout the game which 
I'd written down the first part of it quite early. Um, I had Cucurella not booked with a question mark in my match notes and then proceeded <laughs> to add a question mark each time there was a similar incident where I thought he could have been booked. Ended up with five question marks. Uh, he didn't get booked, didn't get booked once, um, oh. which was, was scratching my head at that at the time, and I still am now. Um, yeah, whether that then, has something to do with um, home advantage, I'm not too sure. But anyway, yeah, carry uh, on. Sorry. Pot potentially, um, most of those fouls were on Bakaya as well, um, and I has seen a stat during the week saying. He has been booked three times, one for simulation, which when you go back and look at it, it wasn't a dive. He did get caught. Um, and the other two just for tackles. But he is someone who gets fouled regularly um, every single game. Um, that just shows his quality and it's so hard to keep up with. Um, but in terms of players fouling him, he's only had one player been booked for fouling him this season, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was literally like probably three incidences I thought that Cucurella could have been booked for fouling Saka specifically. Um, and obviously didn't get any. Um, I did love <laughs> to see Saka's yellow though. Um, it was yeah. almost like him just sending a message saying, well, like, fuck this. I'm obviously not <laughs> going to get the calls. I'm going to, if it's going to be rough, it is what it is. I'm going to fail him back. <laughs> um, he almost like stood over him, puffed out his chest, and he was just like, All right, I'm here, what's up? And I, yeah, I love to say it, yeah, um, yeah, you do, you, you do, yeah. um, and that was getting the calls, no, yeah, that's 100%. Right. It was, and it was a yellow, 100%. Sackers was a yellow, um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that, that was quite a frustrating part of the evening for me personally. I'm sure you're in a reasonably similar boat there. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, yeah, he, he is a nightmare for defenders. Honestly, an absolute nightmare. Um, yeah. Last week, did it. Oh, I mean, granted, Ran and Lodi's, you know, all right, but playing on a pretty average team. Um, he's been he, all year. He like, looked very, very ordinary last week too. Obviously, because Bakayo made his night quite difficult. Um. But yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I, I do agree. I don't know when, I really don't know when this is going to change. Um, when Saka getting fouled so, so often. Um, I really don't, but I mean, it is what it is. It's probably more concerning uh, as a depth thing in case he does cop a bad knock on one of these fouls because it's going to get to the point where they'll just start, you know, fully hacking him, fully smashing him, and it will cause an injury, and that's when someone will get booked, you know? Yeah, it's going to be a case like, of too little, too late. Like, as you say, it'll be one yeah. bad, very bad challenge, or it'll be an accumulation, a uh, compounding thing of, you know, X amount of fouls over X amount of weeks, and he gets a bad injury. It's just, it will happen, which is shit but it, that's just the nature of it um and it's going to keep happening as long as he isn't getting the calls which i don't know why he isn't and i don't know why yeah it's not changing um it's yeah i can't wrap my head around it i'm sure you're the same absolutely mate absolutely the same um but yeah i don't know when it's going to change but 
it is what it is and fuck he's a little tough fella that's for sure um yeah <laughs> mentally and physically he is very very tough yeah yeah exactly mate um for 21 is he 21 now or 22 now yeah 20... know, 21 he's like 21 that's correct yeah yeah um, for twenty one to be playing like twenty one year old, so you're playing that well. Yeah. To, to be counting, yeah, to be yeah, yeah, getting packed game after game. Yeah, he's just incredible, mate. He's absolutely incredible. Um yeah. Did did you have any other uh big notes you kinda of wanted to um, talk about the second half? More just touching on the set pieces. Um mm-hmm. It's almost just like funny, if anything, because um, obviously there's been quite a lot of memes and jokes and stuff. I don't know if you saw the Titanic music dubbed over Cucurella <laughs> hugging Granite Jacker at the corner when the goal went in. Um, oh, so good. Yeah, there is an alternate <laughs> view of that where you can see it from the other side of the pitch and Granite's actually holding onto Cucurella's arms and like making him hug him. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's quite. I'll send it to you. I was meant to do that this morning. Um, but yeah, like also, Cugarella wasn't fighting it by any means. He literally just stood there and gave him a cuddle. <laughs> I mean, watched the ball go past him. But yeah, yeah, I thought that was quite funny. Um, yeah, I do like it was quite a uh, scrappy. Is probably a bit harsh. Um, but I, it was a deserved goal for sure. Um, yeah. You know, dominating sort of eighty percent of the game, maybe seventy percent of the game. Like we were due a goal and we got it. Um, there was a bit of confusion at the time. I thought it had gone directly in from Saka, um, but yeah, obviously, Big Gabby got the last touch. Um, I, as I said to you guys in the Gunners chat, I didn't care who goal it was. It went in, and that's all I cared about. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of Chelsea supporters are angry, and I love to see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guilty pleasure, that guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if you were, I don't know. Obviously, I've never supported Chelsea, but like, if if Arsenal let that go in, I wouldn't have been happy. That's for sure. It was an yeah, awful, no, not at all. awful um, cross. Like, I mean, it didn't really do much. May have bounced beforehand. Yeah, it did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, anyway, as a as a gunner support, like supporter, you take that. Yeah, 100%. Doesn't matter how it goes in. Yeah. How about yourself, bud? What notes did you have, <coughs> excuse me, have down for the second half? Um. Well, I know we touched on it briefly um, in the first part of this, but like how, how much work Jesus and Martinelli do off the ball is just incredible. I can't like stress how awesome that is. It really it actually throws it back to um Sanchez. Just that South American nature, you know, that they just they're so hungry to get the ball. They run and run and run. Like it's just it's it's so good to watch. I love nothing more than just seeing players work their asses off. I love it. And for those, I mean, obviously the whole team worked off like their asses, but for them two in particular, I was just so impressed with. So impressed with. I remember back when we had like a Prime Alexis, that was one of yours specifically and one of my favourite 
characteristics of him was the way that when he'd lose the ball, he wouldn't, you know, put his head in his hands or have a tantrum. He would work and go get the fucking thing back. Like it was exactly. like, it wasn't even an after, like it wasn't even a thought. He would just go do it just naturally. And I agree a hundred percent. Both Gabby's up top do that in an abundance. And yeah, it, it, it's very, very similar vibe. You're right there. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was one note that I took down. I, I just, again, can't stress how important that is to a team. Um, I'd love to see it. Uh, obviously, Saliba and Ben White were absolutely incredible. Saliba man of the match performance, obviously. I don't think there was any doubt in that. Maybe Gabby as well. Gabrielle, um, sorry. Uh, um, Xhaka and Party again, instrumental. Their experience has really started to kick in. Party's gone to another level. Just it was just awesome. It was um, it was really good to see. Again, I know we touched base on that in the first half, but it was just so cohesive. It was so cohesive. It was really nice to watch. You wouldn't like even obviously if you weren't Chelsea supporter, like if you were someone else watching from a neutral point of view, it would have been awesome to watch. It really would have been. Yeah, I agree. And I think we currently have got Granite Jacker for this point, without a doubt. But I think we're getting the best version of Thomas Party in an Arsenal shirt at the moment. I think we have been for a little while too. Um but Granite for a longer extended period of time. We've got the best version of Granite, especially the back end of last season, and he's carried it all the way over to this season. Um, touched on it very briefly in our first podcast. Um, I don't think I've seen Granite have a bad game for some time. Yeah. Um, yeah, just those two, especially with, as you touched on earlier, with the new inverted left-back role. Um, with a guy who can play it in Zinchenko, it just frees up Thomas Party to it almost like it's giving him like a, an extra yard of space, an extra second on the ball in midfield. Like it's giving him just so much more support. And in turn, that's allowing Granite to get forward and be the goal threat that we all knew he was. Um, yeah, it's just, <laughs> I think that's like a three-part thing that's just working together in that unit of the that section of the park anyway. Um, I know Arteta's big on little units all over the park, like obviously one team as a whole, but he works in like units a lot as well, triangles and squares and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, he touches on that in the All or Nothing documentary a fair bit too. Um, yeah. But yeah, just that little unit in that corner of the pitch there and then extending to the middle. Um, it's obviously working a lot. Um, and it's, yeah. Even to a degree, when uh, El Nenny drops into that sort of holding role, he still does quite a good job there because he's got that support around him and the quality around him. Like he's not hung out to dry there by any means. Even like, some degree when Sambi's played this year, he's looked a lot more comfortable than I thought he did last year. Um, I think he's still a little bit shaky. I like Zambi a lot. Um, I think he's just a little ways away from being able to play consistently, obviously, with those two there. But, yeah, I think it's just the way that the team um, as a whole is working. It's sort of elevating everyone at the same time. Excuse me. Yeah, no, I... I do agree, mate. It's um, 
it's probably it's very important to actually like realize that as well. Um, obviously, Arteta knows what he's doing, but yeah, it's it's just so important. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I had a, I had a question. Um, at the end of the game, uh, basically just saying, is this just still a part of our easy run? Easy run, obviously. In <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. we're, we're heading into the World Cup. We're in, you know, mid-November nearly now. One more game to the yeah. World Cup. We're on top. Like, is, you know, we're 12, 12 games, 13 games. No. Uh, I think we had a couple postponed. I know City was postponed. We're in match day. We just had match day 15, but we haven't played 15 games. That's yeah, for sure. That's right. I think we've um, played. I think that was our 13th game. I don't quote me on that, but. I think it, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so, because that's what everyone was saying, obviously. Um, yeah, we've had an easy run, but we've nearly burst, you know, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah essentially yeah um, yeah so think, you know the only yeah. real quote-unquote test left is city mm-hmm. um well that'd be a good game yeah yeah it will um i <laughs> wish i said this to you at the time when it had been postponed unfortunately i wanted to play it when it was meant to um because yeah. specifically for the world cup um, because I like it's just a big query. You don't know how teams are going to look post World Cup in terms of fitness and players available. Um, yeah. And at the time we were playing, well, we still are now, but at the time we were playing really, really well. Um, and if you think back to not the first time we played City last season, but the second time we actually went toe to toe with them for the most part, I thought. Um, and we're currently levels above how we were playing back then um, in terms of consistency anyway. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for that matchup. Um, I'm still not personally buying into the whole title race thing yet. Um, I don't think a lot of Arsenal fans genuinely are. Like, yeah, it's fun to be excited about and joke about and... Um, but it's, it's just far too early and City are City and they have their depth and their quality <laughs> and it's just far too early. There's so many things that you're just unsure about right now to actually genuinely be calling it a title race right now, I think. Yeah. I mean... Um, I've just got the ladder up now. We've played 13 games of City. 13. Okay. Okay. Um, yep. And just by the way, how... Many points is third place on whoever that is. I think is that Newcastle. It is third Newcastle. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they've played. So they played fourteen games. They're on twenty-seven points. Okay. And fourth and... is. Uh, I'm not actually sure what team. Tot ten. I don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. The photo is like a bin chicken or something. I'm not sure who yeah. that is. But they're on twenty-six points. Yeah, possibly. They're on 26 points with 14 games played in fourth. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're on 34 points <laughs> after 13 games. City are 32 after 13. Fuck, that's good. Fuck, that's so good. Um, yeah, well, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I think they were quite lucky to 
win that game. They who did they play last? And they got like De Bruyne yeah. got really, really soft penalty with the last kick of the game. I can't remember who that yeah. was. Um, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, look, good teams will, will get those scrappy wins, and yeah, it's safe to say we're nearly on that train as well. So, um, officially, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But um, no, yeah. Obviously, you don't win the league in well before December with the World Cup coming up. So, yeah. I think it'll be a matter of when thirty games, thirty, you know, thirty two, thirty three games comes up and. Seeing where we are in real, you know, in um, terms of speaking to see where City are as well. Um, and yeah. well, by then, I'd imagine uh, Liverpool will have pulled their shit together. Um, but, I you know, keep no saying that saying. each, I keep saying that each week, <laughs> and it's just not really happening. Um, <laughs> uh, it's yeah, a long yeah, way yeah. to go. Um, yeah. I think, don't quote me on this, I'm pretty sure they've dropped more points than they've currently got. I think they've yeah, dropped right. like 21 points and they're on like 19 or something. I can't quite remember. Christ. Yeah, they're, they're on 19 points after 13 games. Christ, that's, um, yeah, that's, yeah, unreal. Considering it's, Liverpool's, you know, standards after the last five years, like, yeah, incredible. Or, yeah, three to five years, um, yeah. Incredible. Um, just one more note I wanted to touch on before we move on to uh, our review about the Brighton game. Um, the previous five or four year, like four years, I reckon, Xhaka would have got himself sent off in the last minute of the game, and I think it shows Is that with how... the push and shove with with Chalaba. Chalaba, that's the I one. Think. Yeah, and then Jorginho. Um, Decided to come over and, you know, uh, cause oh no, it was a Jorginho. It was um the Croatian geezer, uh, Kovacic. Oh god, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Kovacic, okay, yep. um, yeah. So I think it shows really how far Jack has come in terms of uh, his maturity. Um, yeah, it's just it's awesome. It's actually really good to see. I think last year, no, sorry. Maybe, maybe last year, definitely previous years before that, gone. He would have, yeah, lost his cool. He's an emotional player, as um, I know Ian Wright said again and again. Um, but, yeah, to and, and it was for revving up the Arsenal fans. I mean, come on. Like, I love it. <laughs> like, fuck. Honestly. Yeah. And I think, it, yeah, it must have been Kovacic or um, Chalaba getting him up, getting up in for that. I mean, come on, mate, buddy, go home. Like, this is, yeah, you know, they lost focus yeah. obviously on the game and had their focus <laughs> on Jacker instead. Yeah, he has matured a lot. I'd say the only thing he needs to mature with now is not swearing when he's being interviewed, potentially. How many times have you watched that clip? Oh, look, at least 10, 15 times, hey. So good. Yeah. Repeat, baby. So, Repeat. so funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was sick to see that, though. Like, it was obviously the weather was poor, raining really heavily for the most part of that day. And the away fans, the away fans were still there in the rain just singing his name. 
Um, yeah. And obviously, yeah, they gave him a wave. He gave them a wave and all of that. Um, yeah, and you rewind sort of not last year, but the year prior to that. And then you know his whole Arsenal career up until probably that point. Um, I'm not even sure if we had a chant for him, a song. Um, and yeah. now it's being sung multiple times every game. Um, it was being sung in the Europa League the other night when he wasn't playing. He was suspended. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Goes to show you how far we've come as well, obviously. Um I know, yeah. I know how we feel, have felt on him. Um yep. yeah, holy heck, two years ago. Yeah. Be the first person to say, yeah, wouldn't have gone, hundred percent. See you later. But now, wow. I'd hate to see where yep. we would be this season without him, kind of thing. If we didn't have him or party and or um yeah, it's shambles i think i think we're sort of like in liverpool territory at the moment like eighth or ninth like honestly i do um yeah i do i i agree 100 if you take those two older guys out of that squad you literally have a squad of 25 or under um and that just doesn't get the job done um no it doesn't that's um exactly right mate yeah exactly right yeah but um, overall, great to see a win. Great to see a clean sheet. Great to see a win at Stamford Bridge as well. Um, just, yeah, we're making a habit a of big... that, which is nice. Yeah. Just winning at the bridge, yeah. Yeah, I love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. Um, yeah, so well, that was all I pretty much had, mate. Um, yeah. How you feeling Another London that? derby in the books. Another three points. Um yeah, I mean, doesn't really get a whole lot better than that. Um, and yeah, the crucial points coming into the break um, pushes them further down the table. Um, yeah, I really don't have much more to say outside of that. Really good overall performance. Um, yep. The fans were class. Um, the oh, actually, sorry, just one more thing. Did you see Richard Keys? Moaning about Mikel Arteta running up and down the technical box. Um, Ridiculous. God, he's a knob, Richard Keyes. (laughs) Um, I get it to a degree. He's very seldomly in his technical area, Mikel. He's often running around. But there is fourth officials there, and that is quite literally their job, is to keep the managers in line. If it was a big issue, they would say, get back in or you'll be booked. Um, yeah. See, so I'm all for it. Obviously, like oh, seeing Mikel that, that passionate, and he's almost like on the pitch sometimes. Like it's, oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah. yelling that much, <laughs> arms waving around, doing his thing. Um, but, oh, I'd love yeah, to see it. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah. I'd love to get a heat map of him, or like I put a Fitbit on him one game or something. See how many K's he covers. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? That would, actually, that'd be super interesting. Um, but yeah, absolutely ridiculous from Richard Keyes. Honestly, like, yeah, it must be picking it fucking stones. He can't be a very can't be a very happy bloke in his life. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always grumpy, yeah. always complaining about something. Um, but yeah. yeah, anyway, yeah, that was all I had on that first part. Um, match yeah. day fifteen, job done, three points. Happy, happy days. Top of the table, baby. Top of the table. Top of the table. (laughs) 
All right. So um, shall we on. move into Brighton and Arsenal? With that's tomorrow morning here for us in Australia. I think we kick off six forty-five my time. That'll be different yeah. for you. Obviously, different different time zones. Of course, of course, yeah. Um, um, five forty-five for us, yeah. Yeah. Um, Are you going to be able to watch coverage of that? I'm not going to be able to. I've got work. I will. However, I yep. don't know what's being streamed on, so ah, we'll work that out. Yeah, work that out. Um, I love to watch it. Yeah. Um. Obviously, yeah. Love. No, sorry. It's the um, Carabao Cup. Um. I'll yeah, I'll do my best to to find a way yep. to watch it. That's for sure. Um. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, Brighton at home in the Carabao Cup. What are you? We touched briefly on it in episode one um you were sort of leaning towards not having any first team players sort of thing play well not, I, not, yeah. not any but no pretty much um especially as we only played a few days ago as well um number one probably the most important thing number two it's it's good opportunity for for young guys to to play, um, especially if they're not playing in Europa League. I'd love to see, yeah, I mean at least like a couple of young young guns. Um, I know there's yep. obviously um, Ethan Waneri, uh, Matt Smith. Um, yeah, there's there's a few few young guns like that. I'd love to see play, obviously along with um, Reese and Marquinhos. Uh, probably Eddie. Yeah, that's that's the big one for me. I want to say a bit more of Marquinhos. Um, yeah, he obviously is such a small sample size of watching him play for Arsenal. Um, and really, I've only watched you know goal compilations of his time in Brazil. Um, he does look like quite a live wire though. I'd love to see a lot more of him. Um, obviously his time will come eventually, hopefully. Um. But yeah, I think tomorrow morning would be a really good chance to give him a good, good run. Um, whether they start him or give him like the last sort of 30 minutes, I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but yeah, there, as you say, there is a lot of players that could be utilised and be good rotation players. Absolutely. Absolutely, mate. Um, no, There's no disrespect to Brighton, obviously. I think they're doing really well this year. Um it's just, yeah, I'd love to see players that, you know, uh, inverted commas, third string team. Um, yeah. Yeah, get a run. Um, obviously, even more of our second, like, you know, Vieira, Laconga, El Nenny. Um, I think that'll be the midfield tomorrow to start. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Chances are, what, what do you reckon he plays? Uh, Xhaka. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I hope not. He needs a break. Bless him. <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, and along with probably probably Cedric Suarez gets a run at right back. Um, ben, uh, surely Tierney starts. Um, surely. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent confident he will start tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, has to, has to. Um, obviously, yeah, I'd imagine it would be. Rob Holding and either uh, Gabriel or Saliba. I'd imagine it would be Gabriel, as the theme has been Holding's been playing Europa League, along with Gabriel, and Saliba gets the rest. 
Yeah, I think resting, and it's no sort of disrespect towards Gabriel, but I think resting Saliba's marginally more important. I think, yeah. um, just because he has been, he's barely put a foot wrong. I think um, since coming into the team, um, there's been a few uh, brain farts. I think it's probably a good. Oh, for lack yeah. of a better word. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think if he picks up a knock and it's a couple-week thing, I think that's going to be quite detrimental. Um, but, yeah, it'd be good to see holding, get a full 90 in, hopefully. Um, I think yeah. he deserves that. He's a very patient guy. He's always waiting for his chance and he always is ready um, for it, whether it's the last five minutes of a game in the league and just to shut up shop. Um, he's always there, ready to do a job. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Matt, Matt Turner is now fit again, apparently, he's match fit. Um, so Ooh, I would imagine cool. he starts in goal, um, which would be good for him as well. Obviously, with the world cup coming up for him to get some more minutes in, uh, for USA, yeah. um, he'll be traveling with them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that the, I feel like the front three is probably up for debate. Eddie will start. I'm dead confident on that. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, there's a few young guys they can just sort of chop and change up top there. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's not yeah. of. It's hard to say. I wouldn't mind if we lost if we went out in the Carabao Cup early. Um. But if we do happen to play a low-strength team and go out in the League Cup specifically, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it um, yeah. this, year speci- this year specifically because the league is so important and it's going to get to like the hairy end of the season and it's going to be clogged up and a lot of games in not much time. Um, and it's not really, in my opinion, of vital importance, that cup. Um, yeah. Couldn't agree. Yeah, yeah, couldn't agree. Yeah, you and I have had a similar chat. I know you're in a similar boat, similar thought. Yeah. um, It just, like I said last week on um, our first episode, priorities need to be set. Um, And obviously, that being Premier League, and then probably Europa, and then FA Cup. And unfortunately, yeah, no no disrespect again to Carabao Cup. It's probably on the bottom of the priority list. Um, and simple as that, really. Like This is so important for us that we can't, yeah, cannot stress that enough. Um, if we that, were in a similar position where we have been in the last couple of years, if we're sat in like 8th, ninth, 10th, maybe go and try and get a trophy. But, yeah, I don't... <laughs> really care <laughs> competition <laughs> much to be honest <laughs> i don't know I, agree. This year. I don't know if it's bad to say but i mean it's just it's it feels it feels weird to say it feels weird it to does. say it really does yeah obviously all competitions are important but however yeah priorities need to be set simple as that um yeah i hope the boys get the win regardless obviously um yeah I hope, like, the young guns, um, you know, yeah, holding and, yeah, Marquinhos do really well. Yeah, or the Conga. I hope they do really well. Um, yeah. But, and, and this is an opportunity for them to really put a stamp on their 
spot in the in the squad and be like, look, um, if it were Vieira, it'd be like, all right, like, um, fuck, sorry, Martin, like, Odegaard, I'm at, you know, I'm knocking on your door, mate, like, I'm coming for your spot kind of thing. Um, and if he does put on a good performance, which there's no doubt that he, like, will, like, he definitely can, um, you know, it gives him that opportunity, so, and, yeah, it, it'd be really good to put a, like, a, a foot down and see where they go, so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, totally agree, Ed. Especially for these guys that are potentially looking to go to the World Cup if their nation hasn't already put out their squad. Um, I'm not 100% sure if Portugal, for example, has for someone like Vieira. Um, but, yeah. you know, you can almost bet he would want to be going, even if he's not starting, which he realistically wouldn't be. Um just because they've got such a loaded attack, um, attacking line of players anyway. Um, you'd be quite far down the pecking order, I'd imagine. Um, I think so. I think they're fucking... I think they yeah, just for... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just for those guys. As you say, the rotation players at the moment, it'd be a good platform then to put on a bit of a, bit of a show. Um, yeah. And yeah, hopefully it means they get some minutes in. Yeah, exactly, mate. Uh, um, yeah, in the World Cup. Yeah, um, hundred percent. I love, yeah, I love to see him play at the World Cup. If they do go, obviously, said last week, bubble wrap him. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> bubble wrap him. Um, but yeah, anyway, it, it'd be really nice. But um, look, we'll see how it goes. Um, uh, I'll definitely try and watch it. And yeah, otherwise, I'll be. Yeah, looking at highlights or, or something. Um, I really don't know what's being... Or maybe KO might show Carabao Cup. Not too sure. Po- possibly, yeah. Um, I'd have to look into that. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, it's okay. But, um, yeah, yeah no, right. Kane. Um, hopefully <clears throat> the boys can do the job. Um, as I say, I'm not super bothered if they don't. But, uh, yeah, it's exciting for the young rotation guys anyway. It is, yeah. We'll be looking like fools though if he, if he starts, you know, the first first day. <laughs> yeah. anyway, I hope he, he should. He really should. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd hate to see if Jacker gets. Uh, I'd hate to see Jacker get a run. He really needs a break. But yeah, we'll see what happens. So. Yeah. Um, couldn't agree more. Yeah. So we'll wrap it up there for the second part of this episode, and um, yeah, we'll see you in the third part of the episode. Welcome back to the third and final part of the episode. Um, yeah, going to delve in a little bit just about um, who from Arsenal squad's going to the World Cup or who is selected at the moment. Um, yeah, so Gav, what do you reckon about the England team, mate? Um. Well, obviously, Bakaya is going to go and Ramsdale will definitely go. Um, whether Ramsdale gets minutes over Pickford, I'm quite unsure about that. He does seem, Southgate that is, does seem to prefer Pickford. Um, obviously, bias from my point of view, but I disagree with that with full chest. Um, I think Ramsdale's so far clear of Pickford. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, Saka <laughs> will obviously 
get quite a few minutes. I don't know whether he'll start slash where he'll start. Um, he's shown a lot of tendencies to play in, in weird positions at left back, um, things of that persuasion. So Saka will get minutes, whether it's in his correct spot, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I'm excited to watch Saka get some run. Um and really, the other, the other English guy we've got who'd be in that equation would be Ben White. Um, I'm not really sure why it's a question. Um, I think in terms of this season and English defenders, if he isn't in Southgate's sort of top three at minimum in terms of performance and output, um, i I don't know. <laughs> like, um, ben, ben White's been Ben White's been superb, and he's shown that he's versatile and can play on anywhere on the right side of the defence. Um, where they've got injuries, Trippier's got a hamstring niggle. Um, I don't know who else they play out that side. I'm fairly confident Walker's injured. Um, I think it, oh Trent. Yeah, is Trent fit? Oh, is he not? I, he might believe not be, I, don't know. I believe he's got a little something, something going on. I could be wrong there. Um, okay, true, true. But yeah, even um, like not at right back necessarily. Look. Like um, he is a centre back by trade, obviously. Um, if he's not at yeah. least on the flight there, um, I'm not mad at it. Like obviously, if he wants to, go, <laughs> I'd love to see him go there and be happy. Um, and represent England, which I'm sure he wants to. Um. Hundred percent. Yeah, if he if he doesn't go and he's at home just resting and staying fit, I'm all for that as well. I Um, can hear you. No, sorry, I can hear the tension in your voice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, holding back a little bit there, mate. It's a family friendly show after all. I don't really want to. Yeah, I I think he he needs to he needs to go. It needs to go to go with England to the World Cup. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, he he's. I mean, last year it was awesome. Um, at centre back, his his preferred position. You'd nearly say he's been better this year at right back, out of position. Like he's he's been so good. Like holy, no one saw. I sorry, I didn't see this. Um, maybe some people did, and you know, hats off to them. But he's been so good at right back. Um, yeah, and to go. To show, I mean, um, I know I post in the boys' chat, like, Dyer's uh, mistake. Oh, my God, Southgate. Like, if you're starting him, I am concerned. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, Christ. Um, he's, he's miles and miles ahead of Maguire and Dyer. In terms of form, with Maguire specifically, in terms of form and actually playing football, now that Ten Hag <laughs> at United, Maguire doesn't play football anymore. Um, I wasn't yeah. sure he was playing football even when he was starting games. I wasn't sure what he was trying to do, but um, definitely wasn't good. <laughs> um, no, that's right. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I do agree as well. Like, I don't see Ramsdale getting time, unfortunately. I do believe he should be the number one. He, yeah, he's, I mean, last year is so good. Even this year, he's pulled off a couple of unreal saves um, to, you know, possibly well, save a draw and get the win. Um, 
He's yeah, we so don't good. win. We don't win. We don't get three points at Leeds without him. That's, yeah. I think that's hard yeah. to debate. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to think. It was a while ago now, Leeds game, but I'm trying to think there was that one cracking save. There may have been Rodri or me. Oh, no, I'm not too sure, but it was awesome. And I was like, holy heck, this is the Rams. Because like, we just don't see him in action a lot anymore, do we? <laughs> it's not bad Yeah, thing. Yeah, bless him. He just doesn't have a lot to do anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I do miss those big camera saves he uh, tended to, tend to make <laughs> last year a fair bit. He made um, not easy saves, but not overly difficult saves. He made them look spectacular a lot of the time um yeah which purely for entertainment value which was great um he's, <laughs> oh, a, yeah. he's a character obviously he's a big character um he's a big yeah. character big character yeah. that i haven't seen maybe that's what it. southgate wants he just wants a boring pickford who's just gonna <laughs> stay in goal and not be yeah i don't know <laughs> anyway um, anyway, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I'm more than comfortable moving off Gareth Southgate. If that's you, fine. <laughs> if that's you fine. Yep. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's okay. A couple other um, confirmations that came through today and yesterday. Uh, Tommy Asu for Japan. Um, he'll be going with them. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't looked at the draw and who's playing who in depth yet. Um, I don't even know who's in their group. Um, he's like quite a integral part of their setup regardless so he's going to get a lot of time um so he typically just... plays center back for japan correct yeah correct um yeah. that's where i've seen him play typically yeah for japan i think he does he captain i don't know um just looking at it now just real quick they have germany costa rica and spain um that's not a fun group to be in is it no nah, no nah, yeah. at least I mean... he'll be back in london quite early that's a that's a positive. Oh, <laughs> right, look, I wouldn't write him off. Um, it's definitely uh, one of the harder groups. Oh well, yeah. I don't think they win a game in that group. Just quietly. Really? Yeah. No. Nah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um. Really? Wow. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. Look, we'll we'll save proper in depth uh, World Cup analysis for another episode. I think. Um. Yeah, we but, can map that out and plan it properly and <clears throat> not just do it on the fly. Um, yeah. yeah um, but, yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. Um, yeah, he might yeah, be an early shower for him and back to North London. Um, so, moving on to the Brazilian boys. Have to talk about them, honestly. Yep, a couple of or three confirmations coming through this morning. Um so no big Gabby, which was a surprise for me. You and I spoke privately in depth about that a little bit. Um, I was yeah. pretty disappointed that he's not going. Um, I think he'd do a great job there. Um, obviously, they've got quite a stacked team. Um, yeah, I thought that was quite disappointing. Um, a few of their selections I thought were a bit well, may, mainly just one other one, taking uh, Rakalison instead of Bobby Firmino. I thought that was, oh, um, I thought that was really harsh, to be honest. Um, but yeah, anyway, neither here nor there. That's not Arsenal. Um, um yeah, and yeah, Martinelli and Gabriel Jesus off to Qatar. Awesome to see. Awesome to yep. see. 
Um, Entirely deserved. deserved from both parties. <laughs> there, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, mate. Um, just yeah, and just I could talk for hours about that, mate. Honestly, just so impressive. <laughs> um, especially Martinelli. Like, yeah, he. That yeah, might be something we can do Fuck during me. the World Cup, during the downtime of the World Cup. Just have a two-hour special of you just talking about <laughs> Martinelli and Gabriel Jesus. <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to it, mate. I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, oh, Martinelli. I mean, even like he gets the praises from not even Klopp. Klopp's um, been quite regular in the media about how much he praises Martinelli. Yeah, he's, deserving so. He's, Klopp's been like that for some time now, actually. <laughs> yeah, he has been. Um, yeah. I. Yeah, he's just so good. Anyway, um, I do, however, not see, I, I see him not getting a lot of minutes because of how stacked that four line is too, though, which is unfortunate. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I can I can yeah. see that. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you got um, obviously Rodrigo, Neymar. Um, oh, oh mate, forgot his name. Real Madrid. Um, Vinicius Junior. That's the fit? one. <clears throat> don't know actually. That's follow a lot yeah, of anyway. Madrid, but yeah. Um, then obviously Gabriel, we throw um Jesus in there too, and yeah. But um, overall, stoked for the two boys to get there. Unfortunate for Gabby, but just means he doesn't get injured. Means he can yeah, yeah. stay and train with the um the rest of the boys, Martin and um, you know Tierney as well. Yes, yeah, a couple there didn't yep. make it. That's okay. I think we're in the later stages of organising our friendlies for that period as well. Um, I think there's okay. meant to be two friendlies in Dubai and then allegedly one at the Emirates at home, um, closer to okay. the restart of the Prem. Actually, our first game back is a cup game, um, league cup game. Oh, right. Okay. Um, Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, there was- but there'll be minutes for the guys that don't go anyway. Um, but yeah, 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 exactly. Which is good. Game time so so important. Um, yeah. Even if I, I don't know, do you know? Do you happen to know who it is or nah? I did read it early this morning. I can't quite remember. They were quality teams, though. It wasn't like we're you know versing under fifteens or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I feel like good. Monaco potentially rings a bell. Yeah, okay. I yeah, don't want to misquote anything there, but yeah, there is friendlies lined up, that's for sure. Okay. No, that's um that's good good to hear. So I'll have to do a bit yeah. more research in that as well. So yep. yeah. Yeah. So um, Japan, Brazil, England, England. Who else have we got? Switzerland uh, and Ghana. Switzerland and Ghana. Uh, yeah, that was one thing I wanted to touch on a little bit. Might leave party second. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Granite's a massive part of the Swiss setup. Um, mm-hmm. He'll play every game. I'm very confident in that, you know, pending fitness um, and health and all of that. Um, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. In the same group as Brazil, so be versing the boys if they play. Is they, that, that is what that is one game I do know. They play each other first. First, okay, cool, yep. cool. That'll be good to watch. I'll be yeah, so I'll be definitely watching the majority of the games. Um, at least 
at the very minimum, um, the boys that are playing from Arsenal, that's for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Um, and obviously, a little bit of Australia, you know, um, Tunisia, Denmark, yeah. France. So, we'll see. Yeah, not, not, I'll, not I'll a fun group. Not a fun group to be in either. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. That's okay. Um, it is what it is. It really is yeah, what it is. So. Um, so, yeah, Xhaka, he'll get loads of minutes. Um, I'd be keen to watch him and Brazil play. Um, I think that'll be a good good game to watch. Um, potentially, mm-hmm. we could do a recording on that as well. Um, obviously, a lot of our players will be playing in it, so that'd be yeah. good. Um, and Party playing for Ghana. That was a big asterisk for me in my notes that I wanted to speak about. Um, I'm very confident he will get injured at the World Cup. I've just got a terrible, sick feeling that that will happen. Um, obviously, through history, gets injured a fair bit. Um, thigh and quad and knee and hip and whatever else. Um, yeah, and he's the same as Granite in terms of being really important to that setup as well in the spine of the spine of the field. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously, um, fingers crossed that doesn't happen, and I'm wrong, but. Yeah. So, do you look, know who's in their group roughly? So they got Portugal, Uruguay, and Korea Republic. Um, that's another. That's another tough group. That is a tough group. Yeah, I I don't off the top of my head know the Uruguayan players. I know they have like a few absolute guns. Uh, obviously, Portugal's strong favourites. Korea Republic's obviously not bad. Um, yeah, it could be an early shower. Um and before we go into this, you know, too much, um we do obviously want the boys to do well at the World Cup. Um however oh, we're not opposed to them um you know going back to Arsenal early as well. So you know, less chance of injuries. I'd love to see him do well at the World Cup. But um yeah, anyway, carry on. Yeah. Gav. Yeah. Um just trying to think of Uruguayans, just touching on your point. I know he'll be coming up against like Valverde for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jimenez um, and back for um, matchup. Madrid. Um, uh, I know we're missing a lot of big names. Is, is yeah, I feel few... like there's a couple like absolute stinkers there we should be getting. But yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so So, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, he can stay fit and healthy and he comes back in a similar form to what he's in now. Same with Granite, yeah, as yeah, as we touched on earlier, they're vital for us, uh, yep, 100%. Um, at least, I mean, it's not really ideal with the world cup, like, is where it is. Um, however, it gives, I guess, Arteta a month to really start looking for another CDM or two CDMs, whatever it may be, yeah. another right winger. Because, of, I mean, yeah, his focus would be on training with the boys that are still there. Um, obviously watching it, you know, him being Spanish, he'll be rooting for Spain. But it does give him time to really source out uh, a viable option for CDM. Um, and with January just being around the corner too. So, yeah, a positive yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure him and Edu will have a very busy, busy month. Uh, be confident in that. I hope so. Yeah, I really hope so. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and and you know, party might not get um, injured. 
he might I'd, get him seriously, I'd, hard, but, I'd, yeah, it's a yeah. big concern slash yeah, anxiety <laughs> of mine that that is going to happen. And obviously, yeah, fingers and toes crossed that it doesn't. Um, but yeah, yeah, we'll um, we'll see what happens. Time so. will tell. Time will tell. I'm looking forward to the World Cup, but yeah, time time will tell. So yeah. Oh, absolutely looking forward to it. It's one of the obviously only comes around every so often. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's always a great time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love it. I love World Cup. I'm very, very excited um, to see it kick, uh, get um, underway. Um, Not far away now. Uh, yeah, who else just... have we got? Matt Turner. He'll... Oh, Matt Turner, yeah. He'll be going with USA for sure. My yeah. writing thing oh. is like their, you know, number one-ish. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know a lot of the um, Americans. Obviously, yeah, there's the uh, LeBron James of football as well. <laughs> LeBron James um, of soccer. Yeah, of soccer. Sorry. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, there's that I, young young lad, lad that plays for Dortmund. Um, Rainer. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, CDM plays for Juve. Um, Weston McKenney, I think. McKenney, yeah. I think yeah. City have got a young American guy too. I can't remember, but yeah. Anyway, um, so um, they got a tough group. They have England, Iran, and Wales. I'd nearly back them out of that. Um, it's not too bad. Yeah, I, I think I could definitely get out of that. Um, England. Well, I don't want to get you triggered again, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I. Yeah, heck. <laughs> they might struggle in that group. I really see that happen. I know it's going to trigger I mean, a lot of English supporters. Yeah, if they don't but... take Ben White, I don't care how well they do. <laughs> yeah. I'm being quite petty there, but yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, um, yeah, look, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Obviously, they'll probably, they could prove me wrong. I, they probably will, think, but... I think England are announcing their lineup tomorrow, if not the next day. Yeah, we'll, we'll be on top of that and try and keep. Um, keep you guys posted so yeah um yeah that, that's all i kind of wanted to talk about the um world cup yeah. obviously uh, Martin f- been there. yeah 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 there's a few other like maybes i've read about do you think Vieira gets around with portugal um uh i don't think so i'd love to see it but i don't think so yeah i don't um, think so either i think only because he hasn't had a lot of minutes this season um I know last season he killed it back in Portugal. Um, mm-hmm. And again, just kind of watching a lot of his highlights, yeah, I think he's silky as. But I think our Portugal side's pretty stacked as it is. Um, obviously, he's a he's a cam right winger. Um, so, yeah, you've got Bruno to fill that spot. and um, Bernardo. Oh, Bernardo. Holy heck, he's good. Yeah. Um, and then... Yeah, all right. I actually don't know who plays for Portugal all right. Again, I'm sure it's a big name, but can't think of it at the moment. Um, does Leal play on the right, or is he more just left side? Oh, Rafael Leal for Milan. He could be left-hand side. Um, yeah. But either way, I mean, even if he went to uh, Qatar and, you know, got a bit of experience in the World Cup, I think it'd be really good for him. It'd be good for him to be around because he hasn't got... Uh, especially like at Arsenal specifically, he's got like the Portuguese speaking, like the Brazilians there. And outside of that, he wouldn't have a lot of 
home feeling. So it would probably be good for him to go and be around, you know, people from his country. Um, like, same oh. with all of them, really. Um, but, yeah, like, yeah. he's obviously a bit younger and come to a foreign country. Um, so yeah. it would probably be good for him to just at least go, um, I think. That's what I was, yeah, kind of on that same train. Um, I think it'd be awesome just for him to go. So, yeah. Oh, oh my God. We missed Saliba. Did we touch on Saliba? Yeah, no, we didn't. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, holy shit. Yeah, almost missed. (laughs) (laughs) One of the biggest centre-backs in the world right now. (laughs) Um, Wow. Holy, yeah. Do you think he starts? He starts, surely. Surely he starts. Um, He has to. From memory, they obviously have Kim Pembe and Konate. Oh, Konate, far out. And um, oh no, Laporte's gone to he's gone to Spain now. Sorry, yeah, um, Spain. Yeah, Konate. Yeah, oh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> if, if you go form, yeah, if you go form, he has to surely, but. I don't know if he's got. He'll he'll get a run, that's for sure. Like without a doubt, he'll get a run. Oh yeah, um, yeah. How least... do we miss that? Wow, blunder. I know, <laughs> I know, absolute blunder there. Um, but look, yeah, I, I do think he, I think he has to get at least a run. I don't know if he, he's so young still too, so maybe that's kind of going against him. Yeah, I don't know. Possibly. Yeah, Canate's also. Incredibly good. Um, yeah, what do you reckon? Um, yeah, I'd be surprised if he doesn't start, if, you know, based off form. Um, yeah, I don't know. They've got quite a loaded team as well. I don't know what their injury situation is. Um, it'd be great yeah. for him to have that experience, obviously, Um because he's already so mature oh, for his age Quindale now. Um, as well. Sorry, just a butt in there. Oh, oh yeah, of course, Just a butt in there as well. Fuck, sorry. Is Vran injured still? It could be, yeah. Yeah, carry on. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be a great experience for him to to go. Um, no, absolutely, yeah, mate. Yeah. Pretty rare that you can be 21 years old and starting for France in the World Cup, potentially. Um, yeah. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Yeah. If um, just real quick as well. Um, <laughs> if history is anything to go off, France will struggle, but I really don't see it happening. Only because the the World Cup winners have really struggled at the next World Cup they've gone to. Oh like yeah, Germany, of buddy. Um, yeah. obviously Italy back in two thousand six, Spain, yeah, South Africa, yeah. But I don't see it happening. Like their squad's too good. Said that about good. Germany last time, didn't we? Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's yeah. a very good point. And yeah, another Brazil are going into it ranked number one in the world. And there's that stat that's doing the rounds that no one ever ranked one going into a World Cup has ever won it that year. Yeah, yeah, right. That's, um, ever, that's huge. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's nuts. Um, I did see a thing out simulator thing um uh i forget maybe i'll just sport shared it um where their prediction had had been right for 2010 2014 i think um yeah, that was argentina i'll have to send that through to you but um that'd be yeah that'd be uh, i would mess oh. 1000th career game if he makes it to the world cup final really 
One, yeah, 1,000 on the dot. Yeah. Holy shit, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Gotta hope he gets there. I'd love to see him win a World Cup. Yeah. I don't really have a favourite to win, I don't think. Um, I don't know. It's so, so hard to predict, yeah, isn't it? It is. It's a different, it really it's a different game. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah it really like, depends on... Well, no, it doesn't matter who you have on paper. It really yeah. goes down to who turns up. Who turns up as a team, cohesion, and yeah. But um, yeah, anyway, mate, um, that's pretty much all I wanted to touch base on with the World Cup. Yeah, we'll go into depth a bit more with that in a later episode. I think we've dribbled for a bit tonight, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the head there. By oath, mate. Um, Knock it on the head, rather. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, thanks for watching again. We appreciate your time, everyone. Um, if you've come from our Instagram at GunnersGM, thank you. Um, if not, please go show some support. Go follow, share it if you feel, um, as well as, you know, here on Spotify. We're really going to try and get this podcast thing popping off. Um, and, yeah, just bring some more content to you guys. So thank you. Um, and we'll catch you in the next one. Cheers, guys. Thank you.